Hello everybody, welcome to Expression Pass here on Boss Rush Network. I'm your host in Latin Side ADV. Joining me is my bro him, the bitter wonder himself, Mr. Larry Giver. What's up? What's up, good sir? We are going to have a very interesting discussion for you guys. I presented this one with uh to Larry and he kind of disagrees earlier. We we was discussing it and I kind of want to talk about Nintendo characters probably being the number one cosplay uh, when it comes to video games. And Larry, you kind of disagree with that. So let's oh, I get flat out say you're wrong. <laughs> let's let's get into it. And <laughs> uh, the reason why I, the reason why I want to have this conversation is because we barely talk about cosplay we talk when we talk about dressing the best character and going to conventions or doing um pictures and stuff like that it's mostly like we'll see princess peach we'll see mario luigi some people do toe um even when it comes to males doing female characters sometimes you see them in simmons suit or their rendition of princess rose or princess peach slash toadstool you know it's more i think it's more familiarity with the nintendo characters than it is with anybody else in the video games and so i kind of want to ask you why do you disagree with that so the reason is is that when it comes to cosplay you tend to a lot of cosplayers go for at least as far as I've seen, and it's not a scene I am deep into by any means. I, I'm yes. I'm looking in from the outside, but the the ones that you know really stand out and get the attention and the big draw are the ones that are like super detailed, very impressive. There there's a lot of minutia that goes into making them spectacular, and Nintendo characters for the most part are very simplistic. Now, it helps with recognizability and marketability when you have something simplistic like that because it's it sticks in the mind very easily. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the the more impressive cosplay that you see out there, which tends to be what I think draws a lot of people to it, is the the ones that aren't overly simplistic, the ones that really you know, are given opportunity to showcase uh, skill and effort in in building out a cosplay. Um, you know, some big ones or some some that I really enjoy seeing, especially when well done. Uh, the penitent one from Blasphemous. Mm-hmm. I've seen some real impressive penitent one cosplays. Uh, you know, you get into some of the the metal gear characters the the more outrageous uh you know wild design characters like that um you know things like that that really act as a showcase for talent and more simplistic designs like nintendo's franchise characters don't tend to uh lend themselves to that opportunity well, and, and to make this one clear, everybody, we're only talking about video games. We're not talking about anime. Anime cosplay is on a whole nother level. Uh, 
of detail work because there's some amazing anime uh, cosplay that's out there that you could go see. I, I kind of feel like when it comes to, and I guess we're talking about kind of like about conventions and not so much as like Halloween costumes or stuff like that. I, I kind of feel like Nintendo, because definitely with Pokemon, you know, everybody's some people are dressing up as like Ash or taking that kind of Pokemon trainer and dressing up with them, or even like some of the professors and everything. It, there's just something more, I guess, like recognizable because I think when it comes to anything outside of the Nintendo universe, when it comes to cosplay, it may be Street Fighter, like Ryu or Ken. You know, um, back in, in the early 90s, it was Mortal Kombat at a time. You know, people dressing up as Sub-Zero or Scorpion and maybe Johnny Cage. Um, but, like, Scorpion Sub-Zero was, like, kind of the biggest thing with fighters and, and stuff. And, I, and it's probably, like, even, I think, with Neo Geo uh, going into that series, like... You're gonna get Terry Bogart from the Fatal Fury series. Who else are you doing from the Neo Geo universe of games when it comes to cosplay? Come to think of it, I don't see nearly enough Metal Slug cosplay. Yes, that should be a thing. Yes, and I think so. When it comes to like Nintendo characters, I I kind of feel like. Yes, the Mario games are easy to go to. Of course, we see Samus and how people and how a lot of people uh, take that because of the suit that they built with her. Um, there's some people who actually designed her Zero Suit suit. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, getting the wig and everything. But then we kind of started seeing Bayonetta come into play. Oh, yeah. You know, um, not so much Fire Emblem, though, which is weird. I don't think... Honestly, I don't think until they've made it to Smash, the Fire Emblem characters mm-hmm. carry that level of recognizability either, though. Like uh, once okay. they get into Smash, it's more in the in the public domain of discourse. Mm-hmm. But characters from the Fire Emblem series that are only in the Fire Emblem series tend not to get into that conversation nearly as much or barely at all, really. Well, what do you think think is the most popular kind of cosplay when it comes to video games? Oh. Um... As far as most frequently done or in terms of most recognized? Most recognized. uh, Or most most attention paid to. Attention paid to. Recognized attention paid. Um, A really well done Samus cosplay or any really well done cosplay of anything from Metroid tends to get a lot of attention when it comes up. Um, I've seen some really impressively uh, done uh, Samus's like full full power suit. Uh, a while back, somebody did a really impressive Dark Samus cosplay. Actually, that was just spectacular. Um, also, 
Samus is not the only cosplayable character from the Metroid games. I've seen Space Pirate cosplay. See, I've never seen it. Now, they did a real interesting take on it. They built basically like this whole thing so that if you look at the person sideways, you're uh-huh. looking at, you know, the side view of a 16-bit space pirate from Super Metroid. Yeah. And there, there's essentially different pieces. So, you know, like the arm moves one way and the body moves as a, you know, as a whole piece and the leg moves as a whole piece. It was really kind of adorable. It, it made me smile tremendously. I wonder if anyone's <laughs> going to do the final boss from Metroid Dread as cosplay. Because I think that's Ravenbeak, so yeah. yeah, I think that's so fitting that someone would do that one. I, I could see that being done. Um, you know, Lay said we were talking the the penitent one. Uh, I see a lot of that. Surprisingly, and I, I think this may actually lean more towards that whole. It doesn't feel like it gets to act as a showcase of uh, talent and skill in terms of costume building. But surprisingly, for as big as the Hollow Knight community is, and as big as Hollow Knight is, you don't see a lot of Hollow Knight cosplay. I've seen a couple, but not much. Well, I think it's because it's still, as popular as as it is, I think it's still a low-key gay. And the fact that, how do you execute dressing up as that? You know, you don't want it to be out of place. And, like, how much money are you going to spend on making a mask uh, to get that authentic, uh, that authentic, you know, intensity? Because, like, you don't want to look like you came from the 16-bit days from, from Arts and Beasts or anything like that. You really want to kind of be almost a replica of that game. Of that character. Now, there's something to be said for the the skill and talent involved in building a uh, a retro style pixel based cosplay. Because I mean, like I said, I've seen it done. You know, I'm I'm looking at like I said that space pirate cosplay was dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's its own unique thing. Um. You know, like you said, some of the other big ones, uh, Bayonetta is another, uh, you know, you just, you really don't see much in terms of Nintendo characters getting cosplayed though. Like it's, it's hard to look at a, a cosplay of Mario and be super impressed or blown away because it's so simplistic and you're like, okay that's that's okay but you know um when it comes to cosplay you know we we seek and let's be real here we seek you know spectacle and you don't get that really with most nintendo characters because of the simplicity of design but i think we i think it's when it gets the take on uh you know the characters like we get sexy princess there has been um some everybody just bear with me there have been twink versions of the mario characters uh in a sense uh 
and I, I say that lightly because there has been some designs that has been like literally cuckoo crazy <laughs> to be like, whoa, you really pushed the envelope. Um, when uh, Bowsette became a thing, you started seeing cosplay after the art style that people were making. Uh, I haven't seen much cosplay as far as Bowsette goes, but man, the artwork was uh, was something to live for. Yes, you know, um, and so I, I think because like people might just be listening to this and be like, well, what about Sora from Kingdom Hearts? I'm like, yes, Sora is popular, but, you know, when it comes to seeing like if you go to a video game uh, convention and stuff, even a retro one, you're going to see a lot of Nintendo characters than anybody else or anything else. You know, you're going to see a Mario, Luigi, or a Princess Peach, or a Toadstool, or, you know, you may see someone from Mario Kart or, you know, Metroid. You're definitely going to see the Legend of Zelda there. You're going to see someone dressed up as Link or as Princess Zelda, or even Sheik, at that matter. Uh, Like, I, I kind of would love to see more people dress up as villains from the Nintendo, or even some of the video games, because, you know, like, Ganon is a good one to dress up as you know for some people bowser is a it's a choice (laughs) i would say uh being lightly about that but there i i think definitely if you just go in or even where some people are feel like they're starting out they'll choose a nintendo character because it's more visible it's more familiar you know um, if you're going, if people are going to do God of War, I feel like if you're going to do Kratos, there is a, there is something that you have to prepare yourself to do to be that character because you, we know Kratos is, you know, is a very muscular character, mm-hmm. so you have to. For some people, feel like you need to be in that shape to pull him off. You are recognizable, but I'm like, you're not going to walk around in the convention and paint or even body paint and have your chest and stuff out that way. You know? I don't know. I feel like there's there's potential in the idea of a... uh... Of like a, a scraggly, gangly Kratos. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of want to see like old man Kratos. <laughs> like I, I'm talking, this is Kratos at age, you know, 93 when all the muscle mass is gone and he's just kind of a, you know, hunched over stick like uh, Eustace from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh wow! <laughs> well, I I know stupid you know, boy, you made me kill a god. Oh, well, I I know Star Wars and Star Trek outside of that too, and I think it's sometimes when you go to different conventions because yes, you're not going to see Nintendo characters at a Star Wars convention. You're not going to see at a Star Trek convention. You're going to see characters dressed from that universe being there. But I think when you go to a comic book convention or you go to PAX, um, at at when E3 was like a thing that people could go to, um, 
you know, you would be able to go there. Some even some Nintendo events that they hold, you know, at different in different cities, there's someone dressed as a Nintendo character, of course, there. Um and sometimes some people might dress up as like Sonic the Hedgehog, but it always it always goes back to Nintendo. And I guess that's um uh, we kind of talked about that. I talked about this uh with a couple of friends of mine that the power of the IP and Nintendo's IP is so powerful and gaming that when people cosplay as those characters, they get noticed. They get their picture taken. Just be like, oh, that's good. That's cool. That's cool. That's cute. You know, even like Symphony of the Goddess for The Legend of Zelda, people were coming as the fairies. They were coming as different characters, Gerudo, uh, uh, the Gerudo clan. Just like they were coming as characters to that concert and stuff. But like I went to the Undertale concert and nobody was dressed from that game. I feel like Undertale is a tough one to do just because of the style of Undertale. Mm-hmm. And I and I oh. think the skeleton kid is probably the most recognizable of Undertale. I don't know. I feel like Sans is pretty up there. Okay. Because how did you? Not to mention Flowey. Is that Flowey? You could do some cool stuff with. Especially like you know once once he reveals himself as uh-huh. like the nightmare fuel horror thing that he is. Yes. You you could probably do some cool stuff with that, but oh, and and I can't forget to say Earthbound. Yeah, and I again that's another one that it's very simplistically styled, mm-hmm. and so I, I feel like it's but it's almost too easy, and you don't tend to see people in the cosplay community reach for the low-hanging fruit. Do you think it's because the Nintendo universe feels gender-neutral in the sense that be- that no. men and women can play either character and pull it off? I don't think so. I, I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, if that was the case, you wouldn't see... Uh, you wouldn't see really impressive like gender bend cosplays mm-hmm. get so much attention. And that's, that's, I think the secret is that successfully gender bending a cosplay role takes a level of both skill and confidence, uh, that when it's done, that's why it gets so much attention because of, what it takes to really make that work because because like i guess because any gender could do like tingle any gender could do mario uh any gender could do some of the fire emblem characters you know but like Mm -hmm. how how as a male do you put off bayonetta uh or do you do the male characters from bayonetta to suit you because you really it's really hard to mimic at times those characters from that universe um i think some of it comes down to as well 
as a cosplayer knowing what kind of design or being able to come up with an idea for a design mm-hmm. uh that's gonna fit your your build and your body type as well so you know even if you don't look physically like a a one-to-one representation of the character that you're aiming for that you can put enough into the design elements to compensate for that lack of similarity to make it recognizable what what, what do you think about like pikmin in a sense I feel like a Pikmin cosplay would essentially just be done with the same equivalency of like the inflatable dinosaur suits. <laughs> oh wow. I mean, that's how I envision a Pikmin cosplay really is just, you know, inflatable little things going You just get a bunch of people together and, you know, you see a whole swarm of them go up and down the hallway of a convention hall. Well, what you th- I think literally the main character from Eternal Darkness is probably one of the easiest cosplay from the Nintendo universe because it's just pretty much, you know, a white blonde wig with a ponytail, mm-hmm. a black tank top, and some pants, and then some shoes, some black yeah, shoes. Everything about it is nondescript and generic, and so you don't see anybody bother with it because one it's low effort and two that nondescript generic means it's like it's hard to uh, essentially put out that signal that i'm doing a character i'm doing a, mm-hmm. a cosplay of this character it's like sorry that's just regular everyday street attire yeah you know cosplay is very much about the the spectacle because, like, how do you do Elite Beat Agents? How do you do... Um... You could do Elite Beat Agents if you if you put the work into the hair and you mm-hmm. get a group together to and coordinated to do that. You could totally pull that off. Well, I, I kind of would love to see now, like, Elite Beat Agent things that you just walk around and you just hear pop, 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 pop. Like, if you, if, if you got, like, Okay, I'm going to use this popper, and you start popping, and they're dancing to it, like uh, or some song is playing and stuff. Because uh, it's just like we spoke, we even spoke about duck hunt in our one v one, and you know. Here, I found some uh, some elite beat agent cosplay for you. Oh wow! <laughs> Google search has results. Oh, of some course, good ones too, actually. Uh, like, how do you play like the dog from Duck Hunt and stuff? I don't know. Drag around like a stuffed dead duck. You can, you know, walk up to somebody and go. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what about the guy from the Wizard with the power glove? Is it Lewis? I think. Oh, Lucas. Lucas. I think it was Lucas. I, I don't know if he's worth cosplaying. It's just it's like, yeah, here's an asshole kid from the 80s. And then, you, you, of course, you got Ducky Kong and Diddy Kong. So, and, uh, like, Grumpy Kong. Like, you got all of those kisses. And I that's why I just feel like 
with the Nintendo universe and games and their IP being so strong, it's just like I don't see no one dressing the best gears, you know. Or or I should say that so without feel, making it feel like it's a publicity stunt or marketing that game, when it comes to like a convention and some good cosplay, I think that's what if I go in. I'm expecting to see more Nintendo characters than any other video game. Not even I don't even think PC stuff gets cosplay. Like, like, where is? Because like Half Life is kind of probably one of the biggest PC games, or even uh, I've seen a, I've seen my fair share of uh, Gordon Freeman cosplay. I, I you know I thought World of Warcraft would have more, and I don't see it. Like I don't even see Final Fantasy characters besides well Cloud, uh, and now Barrett. I think because of Final Fantasy VII remake. We might be starting seeing more of that. I don't know. I've seen a lot of Final Fantasy VII cosplay in my day, but it's not. I think it just as, fell out of rotation. Yeah, it's not relevant. You know, there's nothing keeping it going, and I think that's probably why I feel like Nintendo may be probably the number one in cosplay when it comes to video games because it's there's some relevancy to it, and it continues every year. That someone is doing something from that company. You know, because like I think Lulu from Final Lulu and Orin from Final Fantasy X are would be would make great cosplay for people. They're so well designed as characters. There is work to put into them, but they're so well designed as characters. And I think it's getting the outfit, like you said earlier, getting that outfit together to execute it. Because the thing about it. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've, I think, I feel like we've kind of covered the, the gamut on this. Yes. Any last words? I don't know. Go out there and be your, your authentic uh, cosplay self. Yes. Go, go have and, fun. You know, don't, don't ever hesitate to send me photos of awesome photos and videos of awesome fucking cosplays. Cause they're yes. fucking cool. Like I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm staring at like some of these, these elite beat agent ones and they're pretty goddamn awesome. Yes. Uh, I kind of I sent you a link by the way. I know. I kind of want to cosplay as the detective from, um, hotel dust two one three. Uh, there you how, go. There's an obscure callback. Uh, how I would play him. Cause my hair is not like that. Uh, I would probably have to get a wig. Yeah. And like color it and probably get it like color and stuff. Like get a right shirt and a good detective coat. I think I could probably play it off. That that, that I had to talk to you offline about <laughs> an idea because you're gonna be like, ah, gotcha. So uh with that everybody, uh um Larry, where can we find you? Uh all things world one one so world one one dot podbean dot com all spelled out all one word uh you know world one dash one we're we're in your favorite podcatcher uh you should totally tune in 
check out all the awesome stuff we've got going there, including uh, World One One Podcast, Phazon Labs. I'd played that for a dollar. Uh, Mind Over Media just launched. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, and other great stuff coming up here in the coming months. Yes. You guys can find me on Twitter at DevRetroCo. Ch- check out more at Boss Rush Network um, of, or for our Boss Rush Network at BossRush.net. Check us out on YouTube at Boss Rush Network. And if you want to support us more, join our Patreon. You can go to BossRush.net to find more information and click on one of the links to find out which tier is suited for you. Uh, we would love to have your support for Boss Rush Network. With that, everybody, have a great week. Have a great weekend. And we will see you next time on uh, Expression Pass. Bye, everybody. Peace.